सहनावतु सहनो भुनक्तु So this is the common difficulty that there is between the believers and non-believers. The non-believers always want an evidence and an evidence that can be perceptible. Something is there, provided you can prove it. What is proof? 
you can provide evidence. What kind of evidence? Evidence that cannot be contradicted, not one event. I mean, then, for example, is there a past birth? So much work in terms of the past life regression has shown that people were born very far away. That is, I was this, this, then they're very far. But they won't be accepted as the proof of part. It must be proved in every case, you know. That is called science, you know. So that is the that, that is the kind of uh, criteria that they have fixed. So is there God? Can you prove? Yes, yes, God is so kind, so that's well, what do you mean God is kind? Look at what's happening there. How can you claim God is kind? God is created. Who is created? Who says somebody is created? It just evolves by itself. So, the point is that there is no proof of the kind that this so-called rationalists are, are seeking. The religious people cannot provide that proof. And they were, they never accept it. So then this kind of battle is going on forever. So Charvaka are the materialists are the people who are like that. Who want a physical evidence. They want an evidence which is perceptible, experienceable, you know, and then that can be consistent. So that is why we who are believers are Shrutyar. So we go by the Shruti, that's called Shraddha. So for the believers, Shruti or the scriptures are Pramana. So we apply the reasoning in keeping with what the Shruti reveals. You want to arrive at the truth, so you experience something from which they would arrive at the truth by the reasoning process, which you can never do. Because what you are perceiving is mithya. And all the reasoning also is derived from the mithya experience, understand. So reasoning that is based on your mithya criteria cannot lead you to satyam. Why? Because it transcends mithya. How do we proceed? We begin with Shruti. Says there is Atma. Dehatita, that one that transcends the body. But that which manifests in the body, which enlivens the body. So we begin from there and then apply reasoning to say that yes, that makes sense. And thus we arrive at the understanding in a different manner. Begin with Shruti. They dismiss what Shruti? What Shruti? What evidence? They don't accept it. It's all superstition, whatever you want to call it. Belief in scriptures. Oh, scriptures are also utterance of human beings, so what? No, no, we say they are not utterance of human beings. 
विषय है ऋषि नॉट मंत्र करता रहा दे आर नॉट दम्पोजर्स ऑफ द मंत्र दे आर मंत्र दृष्टार द सीयर्स ऑफ मंत्र दिस इज रिविल टू दिस रिविलिंग इज मैटर बिलीफ अंडरस्टैंड ऑल ऑफ दिस बिलीफ टू एक्सेप्ट शास्त्र एज प्रमाण इज बेसिकली बिलीफ ऑन अवर पार्ट अराइजिंग फ्रॉम दिवरेंस यू नो फॉर द स्क्रिप्चर्स एंड फॉर द ट्रेडिशन बिकॉज what the scriptures reveal has been verified by number of wise people so shruti anubhav also is there experience also is there and yukti what the shruti says can explain your life the the truth is satyam and satyam alone manifests as this universe is mithya so you can explain everything So Shruti, Yukti, and Anuva—all the three are there—and then we accept Shruti as Pramana. As even Shankaracharya would say, "If there are hundred statements of Shruti which declare that ice is hot, we won't accept it." As the Swami says, "I have no problem in accepting any scripture as Pramana, provided they do not militate against reasoning." To say that God is all pervasive, then to say that He is located some place, you know, it, it, it doesn't make you know, it's not reasoning, reasonable. So what the Vedas, Upanishads reveal is not product of reasoning, but it's reasonable. You follow? Meaning that it does not militate against reasoning. Secondly, it has been the experience of a number of sages and saints. So that's why we are appealing to him. So why are you denying this? This is something very evident. That's why it's called murkha, who insists upon his own way of arriving at the conclusion. He said in his own way. And this way only, I, if you can show me, that's all right. Otherwise, not. So, thus, in this two way, in these two verses, it is shown how Atma is one Dehati Daha, the one that transcends the body. However, with which the body has an intimate contact in a way, because even while transcending, it pervades the body. Just as in a fireball, then the fire pervades the iron. Every grain of iron, because of which iron becomes red and hot, so also consciousness pervades this body, because of which the body is sentient, alive. So when we say transcend, doesn't mean there's nothing to do with our life. Understand? See, if God was up there. That means transcendental. He has nothing to do with our life. Then, see, that God is of no use to us. This is very much in our life, in and through our life. Even though the truth is about Turiyam, Turiyam is the fourth, the waker, the dreamer, the deep sleeper, and the fourth. But fourth is not fourth 
who is not connected with three. That fourth is the very self of each of these three. These three, the waker, dreamer, sleeper, could not have it unless that is. So it's not tatastha, meaning that it's totally unconnected. He's all the time experienced. Even though it transcends everything, still all the time the self is experienced. In fact, Vedanta will say that what you are experiencing is only self. There is no such thing as non-self to experience. Anyway, so that's how we proceed with this here. <coughs> so then, śrutya yuktya chapusham. Now the next verse is tell us how śruti and yukti. Śruti, the statements of the Upanishads. Yukti, the reasoning. How both of these are the tools available means for establishing the existence and nature of the Atma. So now continue verse 31. Aham Shabdena Vikyataha Eka Evastita Puman Oh, Eka Evastita Paraha Stulatvanekatam Prabtaha Katamsya Dehaka Puman Look, even the transcendental principle, how it is constantly experienced by us. See, this is a very important thing. The transcendental principle, nevertheless, constantly informs our life. It is the most intimate. How? Aham Sabdena Vikyadaha. Vikyataha, Prasiddha, experienced by everybody. See, Atma that you are denying, in fact, is Vikyataha, is experienced by everybody. How? Aham Shabdena. So, that Atma is experiences I. So, it's interesting, even though it transcends the body, it is transcendental principle, and still it is experience. You know why? How come it is experience? Transcendental, gone, beyond mind, beyond this, beyond everything, you know. Yes, beyond words, beyond thoughts, and still constantly experience. Thank God, otherwise we would not walk. Otherwise it would not matter to us. If a thing like Atma was there, in his own glory, someplace there, it would not matter to us because it's no really relevance to our life. But here it is constantly experienced as I, I. Why? Because it is self-represent. The most important thing, 
ਸਿੱਖਿਆ ਪ੍ਰਸਿੱਧ ਹੈ ਐਕਸਪੀਰੀਅੰਸ ਐਵਰੀਬਡੀ ਆਲ ਲਿਵਿੰਗ ਬੀਇੰਗਸ ਐਸ ਆਈ 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 ਦਾ ਕੰਟੈਂਟ ਆਫ ਆਈ ਅਹਮ ਸ਼ਬਦੇ ਨੇ ਐਵਰੀਬਡੀ ਯੂਜ਼ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਅਹਮ ਫॉर ਆਈ ਲੈਂਗੁਏਜ ਯੂ نو ਆਈ ਵੈਨ ਯੂ ਯੂਜ਼ ਅ ਵਰਡ ਇਜ਼ ਆਲਵੇਜ਼ ਅ ਕੋਰਸਪੋਂਡਿੰਗ ਥਾਟ ਔਰ ਕਨਸੈਪਟ ਸੋ ਵੇ ਆਤਮਾ that which is the content of the word and the concept the word i and the concept i what is called shabda the concept of pratyaya in sanskrit shabda and pratyaya for example this part is a word so when i either show you this when the word part is uttered it creates in our mind a corresponding meaning concept this called pratyaya ghata is varshanda and the corresponding thoughts or the concept that manifests in our mind and the utterance of that word is called pratyaya pratyaya means the concept or cognition of the thought so shabda always goes with pratyaya a word has to create a corresponding concept in our mind oh what is what is this swami i didn't understand but there is also a concept if i tried a word which you did not understand then also it has done something word will have effect on the mind that's the power of the word so everybody use word i i or what in their language aham and by that word we understand something you know by the word i i understand what do i understand myself not just the word shabda and pratyaya the corresponding understanding knowledge is what it is myself so thus atma is well known to all the living beings as the very self aham shabdena vikhyata so this is the proof that's why we say is there god or not our answer is are you there or not if god was different from i you can never prove it God is mistaken for granted. See, when they ask, where is God? Mistaken for granted by them that God is somewhere else. Different from the world. Different from you. Where is that God? But as far as we are concerned, God is the very self. And nobody can deny the self. So the answer is, is there God? Are you there? Yes. Then God is. aham shabdena vikhyada then you say what is it ek eva sthitah parah sthitah parah parah means that which is again supreme transcendental parah ek eva it is one of the ek eva sthitah mean 
it remains one alone. It exists just as one, it is non-dual. Another interesting thing about that aham is how many aham are there? And we have gone through the exercise earlier. How many aham are there? It's not that there are as many aham, as many living beings are there. Because that aham has, is what? Nirvishesha. It is without any attributes. The self is without any attributes. Why? Because it objectifies, it eliminates all the attributes. The self being consciousness eliminates all the attributes. All the attributes are eliminated. They are drishya, they are object, subject, and subject is always independent of the object. Therefore, Aham has to be what? Nirvishesha. Devoid of all vishesha, all attributes. And therefore, there is nothing to distinguish my Aham from yours because this also is your attributes. There is also there is no distinguishing mark. Therefore, Aham is one. <coughs> so that is how Stulastu Anegadam Prapta So Param is the other. What? Dehadanya. The self that is different from the body is nevertheless constantly experienced by everybody as I, I, I. And everybody knows what's the meaning of I. And that I is how many? One. Ekeva. Where is this body? Sulastu anekadam praptaha. Whereas the body is many. So how many bodies are there? Countless bodies are there. See, showing here, the total contrast between the self and non-self. If you say that body is atma, then the body completely, the nature of body completely contrasts that of the nature of atma. With the atma, one. How many bodies are there? Countless. So how can countless be one? Now body which are anegatam prapta sthula, the gross body which attain the state of being many. How can that be atma? Katam syad dekafuan. This body which is many and they are different from each other. One body excludes the other one. Never. How can that be atma? Tav prakashavat. So, ativilakshanatvam. The thing is, sometimes there is similarity, then you can perhaps confuse one thing for the other. You can confuse one person for the other, if there is some similarity. Oh, I thought you were that. No, no, Swami, I am not that, I am this one. Okay. So, if there is some similarity, then we can confuse one for the other, or we can take one for the other. There is no similarity, there is no similarity. 
One is a human being, other is a dog, and a fox, something like that. How can you take one for the other? Virakshanatma means what? When they possess totally contradictory qualities, how can you take one for the other? So Atma is one and non-dual, and bodies are countless. How can countless be confused for Atma? So just as darkness cannot be confused for light because they possess totally contradictory attributes of nature, Similarly, how can kasam sadhya ka How can this body be atma? <clears throat> All right. So you say that paraha, the atma is completely distinct from the body. Its characters are completely different. In what way? That is being sold now further. How do you say that atma is different from the body? Aham drashtudaya siddha Deho drashyataya sthita Mamayam iti nirandeshat Katham syadeha kahpaman So all of these are meant to help us become free from this idea that is deeply rooted. What is the idea? I am the body. That I am the body is an idea deeply rooted because of identification of the body. <coughs> and that identification, when did it start? <coughs> it is beginning as. <coughs> That's the reason why our mind goes back again and again because it is very deeply rooted channel. Habitual pattern of thinking and concluding that I am the body. <clears throat> so we will keep on channeling the mind. Even if you don't talk to any other fellow, we can talk to our own mind. It's not somebody, somebody may say body is atma, but our own mind keeps saying. Oh, mind, how can you say you are the body? Aham drashtutaya siddha It is very well known that the aham or the self or the atma or I is drashtai subject. There is no doubt about that. That the I is subject, there is no doubt about that. You know that I am subject and everything that I am aware of is object. Then, deho Dushyatayasthita, the body is very much the object of my awareness, is not so aware of my hands and legs, my body. As Swamiji says, in fact, as far as body is concerned, we are most intimately aware. About the part, etc., can be called Dushya or an object of perception. But body, I mean, intimately I am aware of every, every gray, I mean, every cell of this body, when it starts painting and stuff like that, I am intimately aware. Meaning that there can be no doubt in anybody's mind that body is the object of experience. That I am the 
experience of the body, I feel the body, I see the body, I hear the body. Whenever body is drishya, it is object, atma is drashta, subject, so totally contradictory. Because drishya cannot be drashta, drashta cannot, object cannot be subject, subject cannot be object. But Swami, we see you. You claim that you are a subject and we see you, so you are object. But what you see is what? Only this body. You cannot see the self. Self, that is consciousness, cannot be objectified. So even when we think that we see you, all we see is what? The objectifying aspect of the body. The atma, this consciousness, that is free from all attributes, can never become the object of perception. Deho Thus the body obtains the drishya, the object. Further, mamaya vinindirdeshat, very often you point out to this body is my body. Katam On what ground do you say that body is Atma? There's no ground. There's no logical ground to say that or to believe that body is Atma. And still we believe. So you take body one, it's a habit. This is a logic and habit, just a habit. Habit created by ignorance. So habit created by ignorance is that by which a habitually identify the body and call the body as I. So there we are addressing again and again. One, one address is not, our Swami says, don't gloss over it. The Shastra doesn't gloss over it, you are not the body, it's not enough. So different reasons and different ways and keep on, you know, making imprinting on my mind that I am not the body. Because that I am the body has been printed for so long and such deep impressions are there that you to create new impressions, I am not the body. I am the subject. I am consciousness. I am nirvishesha. I'm attributeless. I'm one. I'm non-dual. So that will again and again and again, such that that becomes a habit. So that is the reason why so many verses are being told here as an aid to help us create the distance between the Atma and Anatma. It's called creating distance. How do you create distance of God nature? Distance by knowledge. Just as the actor creates the distance from his role, from his costume. It's not a physical distance, not distance in space or time. Well, Swami, you would say, the hands that is begging is the hand of the actor. And the throat that is singing is the throat of the actor, meaning that the actor is not separated from beggar in time or place. Where the beggar is, there the actor is. When the beggar is, then the actor is. And still is separate. What sense? They enjoy two different degrees of reality. Actor is satyam, beggar is mithya. 
because that costume of beggarliness doesn't belong to the person, belongs to the costume, and they superimposed upon the actor. And therefore, the beggar is a superimposition, is mithya. Actor is satyam. <coughs> but the mithya is taken to be satyam, that's the problem. <coughs> In this manner when the body and the atma are completely opposed in characteristic, how can one be the other? How can the body be the atma? Then further, Aham vikarahinastu Deho nityam vikaravam Iti pratiyate sakshat Kathamsya deha kapuman Again, aham vikarahina. I am without vikaranis change. I am changeless. So this is also important. The I, which I am, the changeless I. Usually when we use the pronoun I, we already mix up the two things. The Atma and Anatma are already mixed up when we use the pronoun I. When you say I, means what? I am a Swami. I am so and so. So that's how we use the pronoun I, but no. We said here, in the I also there is a changing aspect. So what is the true nature of I? That it does not change. Therefore, the I, as I know, today is a combination, union of the subject and object, the drashta and drukha and drashya. From that, the drashya part is removed. That's why all this discussion here. Aham vikara hinastu. I am changeless. How do you say that? Because I am the witness of all the changes. The witness is always free from the attributes of what is witnessed. Is it not so that I am aware of the changes? I am aware that the body is what? As Lord Krishna says, Deyanosmin yathadehe kaumaram yavanam jara Just as for the indweller, kaumaram childhood, yavanam youth, jara old age, decrepitude, all of these are the states of the body. And there is an indweller who is a knower of that, who knows the childless child. I witness, as a child I was a witness, as youth I was a witness, as old person I am witness. And therefore, the childhood, the youth, the old, all belongs to body, they are all states of the body. I am aware of all the states. Because I say, I who was a child, I was a grandchild, I am grandfather. You say that, isn't it? Oh, Swami says, do you know something, when the grandparents, father some talks with the little children, you know something when we were like you? At that time, ghee was available in Forana, something, I don't know. 
these days ghee means this clarified butter because five hundred rupees a kg, kg. One rupee a kg. These days you get married in half an hour, there is a package, marriage, you know. We took seven days, you know. So that's how the grandfather talks to a grandchild. How can he talk? Only when he remembers what he was as a, as a small little boy. So he knows, I was a boy, I was a youth, I was a middle-aged person, I am the old person. And I is a witness of all the different states and is different, I is different from them. So thus I am the witness of all the changes taking place in the body. The one who witnesses the changes, himself is changeless. Aham vikārahīrasa deho nityam vikāravān The body is constantly changing. There is not a moment that it is the same. Only to us it looks like I am the same. But when you meet me after five, oh Swami, wow! Oh, your hair is growing, gray hair! Oh, you see some, you know, wrinkles here. They recognize. I think that I am the same. No! He did not become gray overnight. Every moment is becoming gray, understand? You know? The wrinkles did not come overnight. Constantly they were growing. Meaning, the body is constantly changing. The doctors will say that, what is it? The blood gets changed completely every seven years. The bones get changed. Everything gets changes. Nothing is the same. We think the same body is there. It's not the same. It's like this woodcutter, you know. He is an axe with a message. He splits the wood. And then uh, that axe gets blunt, you know. So he changes it. Puts a new one. And then that the handle gets broken. He changes that. In his mind, the same X that is going, he thinks the same X I'm using is certified. You're not. You've changed the handle so many times, you've changed that, you know, that so many times. So we think the same body is not. All the, what do you call them, cells are constantly growing and dying. This constant thing is happening. Every moment. That's what Buddha say, everything shanikam. Momentary, momentary, momentary. What do you mean momentary? I see everything can you think it is continuous. Every moment it is changing. But change so fast that you cannot see that it changed. That's all. So they say, look, you think that it's the same flame of a lamp? It's not. Every moment a new flame arises, so they say. But when it arises so fast that you don't see, you see the like our, our film, if the frame, you know, moves at a rate faster than fifteen frames a second, that's what we are told, then you cannot see the change using is continuous. So film looks continuous. It is not made of hundreds, thousands of frames. Similarly, body is constantly changing. Not only that, I am aware of the change. The aware must be different from the object of awareness. I am aware of all the changes that are unchangeless. Iti pratiyate sakshat. This is something that is anubhuyate. Sakshat pratyaksha pramanayana. 
that body is constantly changing, I don't need to verify from somebody else, it's my own experience. And the experience is different from what is experienced. Therefore, how can this body changing all the time be atma that is changeless? So yuktya. Earlier shutya, yuktya. So yukti, the reasoning is for us, so how body cannot be atma? Shutya. Now the author provides the statements of Shruti as to how even Shruti says also that body cannot be Atma. So let's read the next one. Yasmat Paramita Shrutya Taya Purusha Lakshanam Vinirnitam vimudhena Katham syadeha kahpuman Vimudhena vinirnitam Mudhena vimudhena vimudham is an interesting word. In fact, mudham means what? Deluded. Vimudha Vividated mudha means deluded in various ways. Ahankara vimudhatma karta amitabhinyate. It is the body, Lord Krishna says, the body-mind-sense complex that performs all the actions. But the fellow is totally deluded, variously deluded thing that I am the doer. So vimudha normally is used in the sense of one who is very, very deluded. Here, Vimudhena, so that is the scholar, you know, this is how the sometimes the, the learning people do, they throw you off. So here, Vimudha is an interesting word. Vigata Mudha Bhavena, we also can be Vaivedya, we can be Vigata. So Viraga, Vigata hai, Raga hai, Yasmatsa, Viraga, that from it the Raga has gone away. So Vimudha, that from the moha has gone away. She is wise. So yeah, Vimudha is what? Wise. So Vimudhena, by the wise. So Vinirnitam, in fact, it is ascertained. What? Purusha Lakshanam Vinirnitam. It was a wise that Lakshanam, the characteristic of Atma, has been ascertained. With what? Shrutya. On the basis of Shruti. Meaning, wise people have ascertained this nature of the self based on the statement of Shruti. Shrutya Purusha Lakshanam. So, this Vinirnitam also, Shrutya Purusha Lakshanam Vinirnitam. Which Shrutya? Yasmat Paramiti Shrutya. That's in quote. Yasmat Param. Iti in Sanskrit means quote. Because we don't use, you know, in that. Yasmat Param. Only that part is quoted here. So Yasmat Paramiti Shrutya. By that Shruti statement, which begins with Yasmat Param. Have you heard of that? Yasmat Param. Yasmat paramna paramasthi kinchit. Then what? 
यस्मान जस्मात् परन्ना परमस्तिकिं जिज्यस्मान्नाणियोन जायोस्ति कश्चिद वृक्षैवस्तब्धो दिवितिष्ठत्येकस्तेनेनं पूर्णं पुरुषेण सर्वं एवरी इवनिंग वी चैंट राइट फॉलो द आरती मंत्र सो ओनली जस्मात् परं दैट मीन यू कैन कोट द होल थिंग विद रिक्वायर्ड दैट बुक विल बिकम द बिग सो दिस विल कोट जस्मात् परं सो द पीपल नो दे नो वेयर दिस कम्स फ्रॉम But you have the translation, by the way, in the text here. So this comes from Shvetashvatarupan. He says, there is nothing higher, yasmat param, nothing higher, aparam, nothing subtler, yasmat param na paramastikinjit, yasman aniyah na jayostikasthita, na aniyah, nothing subtler, jaya, nothing greater. There is nothing subtler than this, nothing greater than this. Nothing higher than this, nothing lower than this. Meaning that the high and low, the gross and subtle, all the visheshas, adjectives are denied, absent from him. So some sample is given. Yasmat paranna paramastikinjit, yasmat paramnastikinjit, yasmat aparamnastikinjit. There is nothing separate from this, you know. So there is nothing greater than this, Param, nothing lower than this. Yasman nāṇayo ne jāyavastikasya. Anya means nothing subtler than this, nothing grosser than this. So this stands for all the attri- attributes by the way. Thus, the one who is totally attributeless, then what? Vrukṣevastaddu divitishthari. Divitishthari, who stands in luminous space, means what? In the heart. In the pure heart, who shines? So, Father in heaven is heaven is nothing but our pure heart, which is where the self shines. Vrukshivastabda divitishthadiyekaha tishthadi in a luminous space within the heart, pure heart, tishthadi obtains as divi is a vruksha. It's like an immovable, like a tree, it means changeless in the tree. Tenedam purnam purushena sarvam mara purusha. All of this is pervaded. That all pervaded himself is, is shining in my heart as very I, I, I. As the very changeless witness of which there is nothing higher, nothing lower, nothing subtler, nothing grosser. One, there is one non-dual. So this is how purusha, the person, the atma is described by the shudhi. Just mat paramidishutya by the Shruti statement, by the Upanishad statement. Purusha lakshana vinirnitam. The lakshana, the character of Purusha, the Atma, vinirnitam, is very well ascertained. Leaves no doubt at all. The statement of Shruti leaves no doubt about the nature or characteristic of Purusha, the Atma. <coughs> and then also, vimudhena vinirnitam. That again is made a matter of experience by the wise people also. So both is, the wise people have ascertained this nature of Atma based on the Shruti. So Shruti has ascertained this nature of Atma 
And the wise people were said in the nature of Atma based on the Shruti and of course based on their own experience. If this is so, Katham Shadeha Kapuman, how can him? So, or Vimudhena. So that is another, no, this, this Tikakara says. So Vimudhena means Vimudha, means a stupid. You know, so that is normally, Vimuda means it's totally deluded. So, but Vimudhena. So, Vimudhanam inahiti Vimudha. You know, Vimudhena is a sambodhana. Vimudha plus ina becomes Vimudhena. What is Vimudhena? Vimudhanam inah Vimudhena. Ina shirovani. Vimudha murkha. Vimudha Makha Shiravani, O greatest among fools, Vimudhana, Katham Shadhyaka Pumana. With all of these evidence right in front of you, how can you say that body is Atma? All right, that's so, one statement is that's so what? It says, no, na keval anaya eka ashutyam not that by once to the statement that is ascertain, Kindu anya, anyayapi, adashruti also, which ascertain the nature of Atma. So go to the next one. Sarvam purusha eveti. Sute purusha sannite. Apyachyate yatashrutya. Katham Syadeha Kaftuman. Purusha Eva, have you ever heard of this? Purusha Eva, the Gum Sarvam, Yat Bhutai Yat Chavavyam, Uta Mutatvasyeshana, Yadanena Tirohati. So Purusha Eva, that much is quoted. Purusha Evedam Sarvam. So for you have the translation. Purusha Evedam Sarvam. This Purusha is verily all this manifested world. Purusha Evedam Sarvam. Purusha alone is all this. What? Yad Bhutam Yachavavyam. What was in the past? What is in the present? What will be in the future? All of this is nothing but Purusha the Paramatma. Uta Amrutattvasya Ishana. Uta Ishana. Ishana is the Lord. Amrutattvasya of the abode of happiness, of immortality. He is the Lord of immortality. He is the Lord of moksha. He grants moksha to his devotees or to the seekers. Yadannena ati rohadi. He comes down annena as this transcendent world. So the one that is transcendental, who blesses his devotees with moksha. Nevertheless, comes down here as anna means what? As that can be eaten, experienced, as a transcendent world. Otherwise, nobody would know he's there. So understand that our God is not only transcendental, he's also immanent. He not only transcends everything, but at the same time, he pervades everything. As all pervades you, 
he is constantly experienced. So, what is object? All pervasive Lord. Who is subject? The transcendental Lord. You follow? Idam Sarvam is Purusha. All of this is Paramatma. Means what? The Purusha, the Paramatma, the Lord alone is manifested, all of it. What is that? That's the object. He comes down, he lives, you know, in his own glory, shining where in the luminous heart. That's what? I, 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 the subject. So one whose true or essential nature is subject, that transcends everything, nevertheless has come down as this manifested world. Yet annena atirohati comes down, meaning manifests as annam, as something gross, as something universe. So what we have is Ishvara, all pervading. Who perceives that Ishvara? Ishvara is all transcendent. Kalpayat kyatma, so manuke kayaka says, Kalpayat kyatmanatmanam atma devasvamaya tade saeva buddhyate vedan so what's the ascertained opinion or conclusion of Vedanta? Kalpayati Atmana Atmanam Atma Devasvamaya Atma Deva The deity, the self-evident self, Atma, Swamaya by his own Maya. Kalpayati Atmanam, he projects himself. The self by his maya, projects himself. The self, the subject, the consciousness, the transcendental, by his maya, projects himself immanent. The maya comes only because. How can transcendental become immanent? How can one become many? How come changing and appearance changing? How can the one who is without attributes become full of attributes? How can? Only maya. Meaning that it doesn't make sense. See, he is a cause and this is an effect. Then cause must have the potential of the effect. The effect that the universe is all many, then the manyness must be in the cause. It's not there. The universe with effect is all attributes. That follows without attributes. Meaning that there is no connection whatever between atma, there is a cause, and universe the effect. So how does it come out? Maya. Meaning what? There is no real creation. Meaning what? It is just the appearance. Not that there are so many attributes. There is nothing. All there is attribute. Just appearing an attribute. Possessing attributes. So all there is is one. Saya Vudyate Vedan, the self by his own Maya has projected this. And then what? As an object. So as subject, object, then he alone, Vudyate, he alone interacts with this universe, with himself. So how many entities are there? And never the self interacts with the self. So one of the famous sayings in Gujarat says, Brahma lataka kare Brahma paase. He sings, Jagene jyoto jagat dise nahi ungama atapata bhogavase. He says, I am in a makeup. I don't see the world which I saw in the dream. Ungama atapata when I was sleeping, when I was dreaming, Atapata, variety of experiences were there. When I wake up, I don't see it. Chitta Chaitanya Vyalasa Tadrupana. What was that? 
chitta chaitanya vilasa. It was nothing but vilasa, nothing but the glory of this one consciousness. So not only dream, this in itself is what? The one glory of the consciousness. Where? The self interacts. Brahma lataka kare Brahma. Brahman alone is interacting with Brahman. Lataka kare is place. Brahman alone plays with Brahman. <coughs> That's what the Suti says. Katham shadeheka fuman. Then how can this body be Atma? When Suti very clearly ascertains this. And you have some other statement of Shruti? Yes, we have. So next one says, Asanga Purusha Prokta Bruhadaranya Kepicha Anantamalasam Shlishta Katamsyadeha Kapuman So now you can see it. So, Purusha Sukte, so earlier also they told us where it comes from. Purusha Sannidhe Sukte, in a, in a, in a hymn called Purusha Sukta, this was said, Bruhadarana Kevicha, in the Bruhadarana also what is it? Asangohayam Purusha. So, Yattat Kinchit Pashyari, Anandvagata Stenabhavati, Asangohayam Purusha. So, Bruhadarana Kevicha shows how Atma is Asanga is unconnected, is asanga, no sangha. Sangha means what? Connection, attachment, relation, un- unrelated, unconnected, unattached. It's most amazing that in spite of remaining in the midst of this body-mind-sense complex, he is completely unattached. While giving the sattva-sphurti, while giving the existence and the life to this body-mind-sense complex. Living in the midst of this body-mind-sense complex, upadrashtāna-mantāca, being the closest witness, and still he is completely unconnected. That is called the glory. Without being connected, without being attached, without being related, he nevertheless enlivens this. <coughs> so says Bhadarnaka, this one goes through the experience in waking state. In waking state, Atma goes through variety of experiences. Here, he does his, you know, business, builds up a business empire, has, you know, all palatial houses and all big cars and things like that, you know, he's all of that. He goes to dream. Does he take anything from here? Does he take his house, the cars, his luxuries, his family, his anyway? Nothing. Understand this very important thing. A very important observation that while he is here, he is experiencing the results of his punya, papa, happiness, sukha, dukkha, all pleasure, pain he experiences. But then, Anandva, he is unconnected to anything. He just leaves everything here and walks away. Where? To the dream. Where he creates his own world. And same kind of thing, there. 
In the dream also he build his own house and etc., etc. Then what? Goes to be sleep, leaving everything there. So he is unconnected, unattached with whatever he is experiencing and therefore he can leave everything as it is. In the dream also he lives there, goes to deep sleep. Asangoyam Purusha, this Purusha Paramatma Asangaha, unattached is the Paramatma or the Self. <coughs> so this is what the Upanishad also says, it is Shratya. And what is his body? Ananta Mala Samshrishta, the body is what? Besmeared with innumerable impurities, Ananta Mala Samshrishta. That means ever pure, ever unconnected, ever unattached. This is all embodiment of impurity and attachment and connection. And thus, where is the similarity? How can you call this body a self? Katam kapuman. How atma, deha can, how can the body be atma? All right, we will continue. Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavasishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutau Vande Bhagavantau Unaf Unaha Ishvaro Guru Atmede Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vadvyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantishantish